0: Podcasting from Dallas, Texas, I am Shireen, and this is the Yumlish Podcast. Yumlish is working to empower you to take charge of your health through diet and exercise and reduce the risk of chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes and heart disease. We hope to share a unique perspective and a culturally relevant approach to managing these chronic conditions with you each week.
1: In today's episode we will be talking with Zakia Jenkins who owns and operates a fitness studio dedicated to helping people in her community be healthier. Zakia will be discussing the importance of community coming together and creating a space for anyone to get healthy. Stay tuned. Zakia is the founder and executive director of Grace Fitness she holds a master's degree in public administration and is a certified personal trainer as well as a community health worker who helps people overcome their struggles to get healthy. She was born in Gary, Indiana and witnessed the impacts of social determinants of health in her own community. She's now working to become a registered dietitian. Zakia, welcome.
2: Thank you, thank you so much.
1: An absolute pleasure. So Zakiya, tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to it, especially talking about your own beginnings and now you're becoming a registered dietitian. Walk us through that journey.
2: Well, and once again, thank you for having me and having this platform where people can talk about this. But what led me to who I am today is I weighed 305 pounds. I was an acute asthmatic. Um, I was in the ER twice a month with flare ups, the prednisone, just everything that was related to chronic asthma. Um, I needed a seatbelt extender to get on the plane. My knees were swollen. My ankles were swollen. Um, I was just really unhealthy, and I was unhealthy because of a lot of trauma that I had experienced as an adult as well as a child. Um, and I'd use food to help me. I, I didn't know how to eat healthy. I just, know, I just ate. I didn't read my labels or anything like that. And so just through a lot of various um, interventions, um, I was able to become an ambassador at a yoga studio where the classes I could not afford out of pocket myself. Um, and this lady had a, a, an ambassador program and I had to write a letter to get in. And the synopsis of my letter was I'm black and I'm fat and I need some help. I had nowhere to go. I remember going to a, a old church building or someplace over Overeaters anonymous place. I was at my wits end. I did not know how I was going to get healthy or anything. And so uh, that just led to me starting to teach classes, heavy, at 305 pounds, I was still, I just fell in love with how exercise made me feel, and so I I just fell in love with it, and I have not looked back yet, and it has saved my life, it has cut down on uh, my prescription drugs, I'm able to run, a, I just feel, I've my clothes size I was in the size 26 right so I have went down 10 sizes and I just feel better no surgeries no not being perfect just every day putting me first and so that has led me to starting my own uh, health and wellness organization Grace Fitness and uh, now I am I'm embarking on um Finishing my degree to become a registered dietitian to show people, especially in my community, how to eat because it's helping me too. I'm learning so much, so that's that's where that's where I am. You,
1: you know, you mentioned uh, people in your community. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about representation and understanding the social factors associated with getting? the help from a provider that looks like you including a registered dietitian
2: oh it's i can't if you're if you don't walk in our shoes you don't know uh, what you're missing right because when people when you are somewhere and everybody look like you your doctor your your pharmacist anybody in the medical field that looks like you 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 have better outcomes right and so i feel like having uh, people of color in health spaces is um is critical to our care and to being related to, right? You have to relate to the culture. You can't assume. And I know that's hard because some people don't. Like when I moved here from an all black city to Des Moines, Iowa, it was a culture shock. A complete culture shock for me. But I uh, it's no, it, it's nobody that look like me here that I can go be a OBGYN that can be a registered dietitian. We have a few dentists, one or two doctors, but, but seeing somebody that look like you is so very important. Really? It is
1: important in the sense of building trust and understanding the individual's needs or how would you, how would you place that need?
2: I would say all of the above, because in school, I'm hopeful with the George Floyd, all the race, all the race situations that people are really looking at the health equity piece as far as how they give care and how you may think black people can tolerate pain more or all these biases that have been ingrained for centuries now we're not talking about years this is this is centuries and centuries of how we have been treated it isn't has not went away in medical care what has opened up is the internet you know you get to see you know how people black people are treated in this country and it's just not by the police, it's in healthcare, it's at the grocery store. You go to a black grocery store, our prices are higher, right? You like you really have to look at this at a large scale. It's just not the police that, that's bringing all this on. There's a lot going on behind the scenes that nobody's talking about that affects our health. Health insurance, access to care, it just, the list goes on and on.
1: I want to next go into some of the work that you've been doing. Um, You know, you have a personal connection to this. You've gone through this in your own personal journey. Um, What is the impact that you are now creating in the community? I know you've got Grace Fitness as well. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and making connections in the community?
2: Um me making connections, so with grace fitness uh we have been certified through the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to be a diabetes prevention site, and that's huge because when I was growing up i, I my I would say majority over sixty percent of my family suffered from complications of diabetes, and as the kids we didn't know, we just saw your grandma shooting herself with insulin, you just think that this is the American way, right, and I, I had to, I had to take a deep look, like, that's gonna be me, right, because if I don't change what I eat the same as what my grandmother ate, we don't know, we don't know that you can eat this over that, and still have the taste that we like, going back to the culture thing, but that's, healthier that's better for you that won't give you diabetes that won't give you hypertension and gout and depress you it's 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 just deep and so what i'm doing in the community is really the education piece i'm not selling i don't have any waist trainers to sell i don't have any pills to sell what i sell is a healthy lifestyle that you can do it you have to do it it's life or death if you don't make small changes. But sometimes, honestly, we don't know what those small changes are. We don't, we don't talk about that at our dinner table, right? My aunt died at 51, 51 years old of complications of diabetes, lost her eyesight, lost her ability to pee. She was in a wheelchair for 10 to 12 years from complications of diabetes. And we see it in our community more than any other race. And why is that? Why don't we have dietitians of color? Why is that at our grocery stores? Like, really, who's teaching us about this? Nobody. And that's that's a death sentence. Because what you put in your mouth is life or death. And without being perfect. I'm not saying you have to starve, you have to eat a salad. Absolutely not. And it's not about how thin you are. Black people, we we big boned it, right? We thick. We are. And that's what we pride ourselves on. But we also have to pride ourselves on being healthy and and you know, breaking generational curses, going to exercise. I offer free. Exercise classes Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 as a way, as an opportunity for people to have access to move, is in the comfort of the home, right? I want to take excuses out of it because we just don't know no better. We can't, I'm not saying every black person, but a lot can't afford the fitness boutiques and $100 a month gyms. That's not even on our radar because we're trying to survive and pay our bills and put food on our table and, you know, have a little, you know, go, you just live. It's tough out here.
1: You bring up such interesting points, Zakiya. I think one of the key things is getting involved in the community and being out there and showing people, and I feel a lot of it has got to do, part of it is access and part of it is knowledge, right? Um, And as you're going out in the community, can you talk through, because We hear a lot of like, we need to do more grassroots efforts and more community, uh, you know, based efforts and all of that. But what are some of those challenges that you face as you go out in the community?
2: I face, um, I'm learning, you have to go to the people, right? You can't expect them to come to you. You have to go to where they are, go to their grocery store and no, don't mean no, you know, people just they are stuck in their ways because they don't know any better. So you have to, you have to show them me. I have to show them people in my own life. that I can do it. You can do it. That is the hardest thing is changing people mindsets. If you change a mind, you can change a life, but you have to change their mindset for the long haul because you never you never close the race of health. It's never when you hit this number on the scale, then what? Do you stop exercising? Do you stop eating well? What do you do when that number on that scale says or don't say what you want? You can't give up either way. And that's that I'm just the ambassador of health, right? Uh, That's it. I'm just the ambassador to cheer you on and that you can do this and you but you need help, you need education and you need access to to it, right? I didn't know that there was a diabetes prevention program. And the people in my community, we do health fairs. And oh I didn't know that this was available. Yeah, neither did I. But now I get to I get to share it and that's my challenge. Right? That's my challenge is sharing my program with everybody, right? That's, that's it. Just getting the word out. Yeah, you have social media, but that's, it's just a challenge. Awareness is a challenge.
1: What are, what are things that other community members around you can do to help build up some of those things?
2: Well, I have had some great community support. I I can honestly say that, um, you know, they share my, my brochures with their networks and Um, You know, I'm having a challenge getting into the rural communities and because that's that's you just can't walk in there and be like, hey, I'm Zakiya from Grace Fitness. You know, once again, you're in a rural community in Iowa and I'm a black face. Right. So that comes with its own challenges and hesitancies on my end. But I have to still run the race of health, even in their community not knowing what I'm getting into, but there's pockets of you know pockets of black people in rural communities too. So it's just I I, I would say just the my 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 community partners have been great and and supporting Grace Fitness and helping me get the word out. So it's been it's been great.
1: What is, you mentioned diabetes a little bit ago what are some of the most common health problems in the community um, you mentioned the diabetes prevention program that you that you provide what are some other resources solutions that exist to address some of those other um, challenges as well
2: so it's a lot of challenges so they have so for instance we have like a, a lot of mental health right this nutritional health mental health go hand in hand sometimes because if you're not if you not if you not stable and happy and accountable mentally having that mentality towards your food sometimes can't coexist so there's a lot of especially in Des Moines, there's a lot of up and coming black mental health therapists that you could tout like, yay, we need that. We need to see, I can't say in Des Moines, there's more black mental health therapists than any other profession. And I love to see that. So, you know, we have Polk County Health, we just have a, we, there are uh, groups of people that's in the community to to get you what you need but you have to know about it right that's the thing and not be afraid to access the service and don't look for a quick fix that's another thing people they want it instantaneously and health is not like that and it's a beautiful thing to learn yourself in the journey it's a it's a process so if you, you know, everything, it's just a process. So you got to be ready to do this thing for for a lifetime and not want to do it, lose weight to go on a trip, for lose 30 pounds to go on a trip, lose the 30 pounds, plan ahead and just live life as you are, be healthy as you are, getting healthy would be my suggestion because fad diets don't work, fad stuff don't work, stuff don't work. You know, it's, it's interesting you
1: mentioned that because I, I mean, I, I kind of joke about this is to say that the secret to losing weight is that there is no secret. It's, it's literally a lifestyle change, you have to keep making those changes and keep modifying behaviors on a day to day basis. And the unfortunate thing there is that you're never taught any of those skills. Growing up in school, neighbors, family, you're never kind of taught that, especially in an environment that's not set up in that way. And so you kind of see a disease, be a diabetes, just getting passed down generation generation, because you don't know better. But then you make the case to say, like, education needs to be provided in these communities. Awareness needs to be brought. But there is, especially to, to the folks listening here today, that are wanting to make a change in their lives what would you tell them to encourage them to be more open and ready to make
2: those lifestyle changes and strive for progress not perfection every day you get up do something for your health take a walk take do try something new right do you might really like it like me I did indoor cycle I thought it would kill me but I loved it right but you have to you, If you don't try anything new, you never know if there's something that you will like. And you have to find something that you can stick with. Small changes every day add up to big things. But it's, once again, it's a long, it's a process. But you are worth it, people. You are worth the sacrifice. And you are worth the wait. And it's people to help
1: I love that you mentioned that you are worth it. My mind immediately go to, so we do a lot of work with, uh, you know, women and moms and again with the lifestyle changes for diabetes prevention, management, all of that. And the biggest thing, and most of our work is here in Texas, and the biggest thing we hear is moms especially, especially when you talk about you are worth it, moms really taking that second place, right? And saying that, oh no, I have all this stuff to worry about with my kids or families, you know, spouse, whatever it may be, mom just really gets dropped down in that priority. To the moms listening out there too, even those who
2: don't put themselves first, what would you say to them? Um, That they are doing a disservice to themselves and to their children and to their family because you... You cannot, and I hate to even say this, but you cannot pour from an empty cup, right? You have to be filled up in order to have the, I'm a mom, I I have two dogs and a kid, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I couldn't imagine having a lot of children, and I I just could not, because I, it is a lot, especially if you want to keep a good, a clean house, if you want to, but you cannot, that's why. You have to take care of yourself first thing in the morning before the world gets to you, right? That's why you exercise, you meditate. Give yourself that that half hour, you know, or 45 minutes before the kids even get up. If you have to wake up early, that's what you have to do for you so you can be a better you because that's what it's about, being a better you. And the only way you be a better you is is it your health. You you are nothing without your health. Nothing. You can't buy health. You can't buy a new kidney. You can't buy being able to walk down the street. If you have an emergency to be able to run and get away from an emergency, right? You just you you are nothing. And, and it sets the tone for your children. If they see that mom is making herself a priority, they are going to make themselves a priority. It's non-negotiable, but it's a learned behavior. I didn't wake up like I'm 45, and I, it just clicked about five years ago that I, I, I need to take care of myself because that's why I got myself in the predicament at 305 pounds I was too busy taking care of other people and I did not take care of myself. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm not who I want to be trying to fill somebody else up and take care of them. And that's, that's a, that's not right, but we see it. We, we think women we have to, and moms, we have to be all do all, but it has to be a balance. But what helped me is honestly, Is getting up before my daughter gets up getting up to do 30 minutes 45 now with with um everything being virtual that's 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 simple but you have to be motivated to do it go to bed early put the kids to bed that's not selfish you need it for your peace of mind so you don't go you know crazy Right. And realistically, you just have to you got to just take a breath and be with you because you all you have.
1: That that is so true. You know, uh, Ziki, I want to touch on the flip side of this. So with all the work that you're doing out in the community, how does it help you in return?
2: Mm. Well, I, I it is I cry a lot you know, and I cry good tears, I cry thankful tears, I cry, like, wow, I didn't see this offer. for, look, I get teary-eyed just thinking about it now, because I am so grateful, and I'm humbled that I was chosen to do this, I was not, this wasn't in my 20-year plan, my five-year plan, this was not in any of my plans, but I'm so thankful I'm so thankful because I really get to save people's lives one life at a time, one class at a time, one health fair at a time. And that's what life's about, just giving back for what I didn't have. I didn't see, I didn't see me, I didn't see Grace Fitness, but we, we need it. And I'm not perfect, right? I'm, I'm a new nonprofit. So there's a lot I don't know, but I, I keep going. And that's what I, I want to encourage people. You may not know, get some help. Reach out. It's it's organizations like Grace Fitness that's here to help. Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. With we, we are toward the end of the episode at this point. I would love for our listeners to know how they can connect with you and just learn more about your work.
2: Absolutely. So um, our website is Grace fitness d is in david f is in s is in sam m is in mary.org and we are also on social media grace fitness dsm um, and if if you want to email the email is info at grace fitness dsm.org and we would love to chat with you and do a a risk assessment and see where you are you know health you have to know your numbers if not you have to know so you can make a change knowledge is power and that's what I do know knowledge is power on every front
1: thank you so much for sharing that here. it's been such a pleasure talking to you I love I absolutely love the the passion and commitment that you have to this cause because We need more warriors we need more champions like this who are out there saying no i'm not going to take the status quo um as being okay anymore and a change needs to happen and it needs to happen today and if i'm not part of the if i'm not part of the problem then i'm going to be part of the solution and i and i love that that attitude that you have and it's been such a pleasure Just talking to you and learning from you, Zakia. Thank you so much for your time.
2: Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. And to our
1: listeners who are listening, head over to our social media. Let us know how you like this episode. Find this podcast post and let us know what you think of this episode and things that you are doing in your day-to-day that will help you get ready for change next. Um, Again, head over to our social media, on Facebook, on Instagram. Find us there and comment below this podcast post. So with that, Zakia, thank you so very much again.
2: Yeah, thank you, Shireen. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Yemlish podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media at Yemlish underscore on Instagram and Twitter, and at Yemlish on Facebook and LinkedIn for tips about managing your diabetes and other chronic conditions, and to chat and connect with us about your journey and perspective. You can also visit our website, yemlish.com, for more recipes, advice, and to get involved with all of the exciting opportunities Yumlish has to offer. If you like this week's show, make sure to subscribe so you can hear more from us every time we post. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. Remember, your health always comes first. Stay well.